It's Tuesday. Live Tuesday nights, the first 52, Raz Radio Live from 6 to 8. Is this Raz? Yes. Sorry. This is the best you got? For someone the NSA once listed as the most dangerous hacker in America, sure don't look like much. Angry White Guy Radio. Yeah, but he does take a different stance. You know, his point of view is different. The first part of the, like, Constitution. I love the content. Hey, it's the first 52. Raz with you. Join me, Sean Raz, Tuesday nights, 6 to 8 p.m., RazRadioLive.com, RadioFreeBlood.com. He'll be back. For a TF52 flashback. Given the CIA, I'm sorry about the mouth breathing there, guys. <clears throat> Given the CIA annex was designated a high threat posting by the agency and described to Fox News as having an ex- exponentiary, exponentiary feeling. <laughs> say that again. Exponentiary. Wait, I can't even say. Expeditionary feeling. There was not a lot of classified material to dispose of. <laughs> classified communication equipment was also near minimal. Within two and a half hours of the decision by the CIA chief of base, the agency's point person in Benghazi, the annex was cleared of the classified material and equipment. Both CIA Director David Petraeus and Director of National Intelligence J- James Clapper, who oversees the nation's 16 intelligence agencies, were notified of the decision which was made on the grounds on, on the ground in Libya and not directed by Washington. Fox News has pre- previously reported... All right, all right. Pause. Pause. All right, do you see a, a, a CIA, Central Intelligence Agency, is actually performing military actions without the guidance of the chief of the military. Right. What does that tell you? Well, the CIA shouldn't be operating, period. That's a whole other discussion. They've gone rogue. They've gone rogue a long time. I just wanted to take the time, take the time. Write this to you myself because I think you get a bum rap. People always got something negative to say about you, man. I don't get it. I don't get it. Man, you guys do a great job. Great job. We should be more appreciative. Appreciative. Believe people say you a hater just because we call for help and you came an hour later. Maybe you was extra busy stopping criminal acts. Some even said you pull people over because they black. All of y'all do a great job keeping your scope on us. And I refuse to believe you would plant some dope on us. They had to be wrong if you busted in their residence. They even lied and said you created fictional evidence. I gotta commend how you handle situations. Shot a youngster, beat his mama, and got a paid vacation. I know it's hard. Being you, so why would they question? And everything you do, we know it's 
offer our protection Passing through our neighborhoods Spying at night Some consider it harassment And denying our rights You had to have a good reason For attempting to hurt us Cause I know that y'all Would never ever do it on purpose Dear Mr. Policeman Why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand I know you out here in the streets Doing the best that you can If I could meet you face to face I would shake your hand Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Dear Mr. Policeman, them tickets you wrote for me costed over a grand. Didn't think that I was speeding, but you got me because. And since I know you wouldn't tell a lie, I guess that I was. Kind of struggling, so to not pay them is threatening my freedom. Thanks for showing up to court to make sure I didn't beat them. And we don't make it easy when we see y'all coming. Instead of just letting you beat us, we be struggling and running. I know you hate it when we make you have to use that stick. Sorry. And by the way, the taser and that pepper spray did the trick. I'm still walking funny. Hope my vision kicks back in I know that I was wrong, sir I'll never jaywalk again Somebody told me you was jealous Cause that car was brand new I said the police jealous? That can never be true Maybe one day I can be as clever as you You care about us So you monitor whatever we do Dear Mr. Policeman Why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand I know you out here in the streets Doing the best that you can If I could meet you face to face I would shake your hand Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Pardon me, Mr. Policeman. These cuffs are cutting off the blood flow to my hands. It's amazing how you kicked that dude all in his face and beat the case even though they had it all on tape. I know you love the people in the hood. How could you fake it? And that missing drug money, I know you didn't take it. I don't understand why people accuse you of hate. I know you only follow us to make sure that we safe. I saw nine of y'all against one, beating the brainless. That 65-year-old woman must have really been dangerous. Cleaning up the streets is your top priority. You qualify for this. Why would we question your authority? You only working hard following training. Why the hell are the Mexicans and blacks complaining? You gotta be the closest thing I've seen to perfect. And everybody that you locked up, they had to deserve it. Yeah. Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Being a cat can be damn tedious. People dangling bells and bits of string in your face all the time. Just be a dog. Run around, catch frisbees, pee on a fire hydrant. Life's more rewarding, and you get access to lots of treats. Catch Salty Talk Mondays and Wednesdays, and every Friday for Salty's weekend warm-up. 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Add a little salt to your life, and be more dog.
This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. I need to see some more listeners in there if you want me to get this thing started. You guys remember those days? Jack Blood used to make your wait until he saw the listenership he wanted up in that uh, in that room. Welcome to the first 52, RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos, Radio Confluence. It is, uh, what is today? Today's Tuesday. As, of course it's Tuesday. January 24th. The month's almost over. The new year has, has moved into the second month almost. And Valentine's Day coming up, that Hallmark holiday. I'm sure you're ready for that. It's not that far away if you think about it, guys. So if you're married, you better pay attention. Don't get the wife mad. <laughs> tomorrow is uh, tomorrow is the BIC's birthday. I'm not going to say how old she is because that would just be wrong to do. So happy birthday, honey. You know I love you. I just had to get that in. She's getting older. I got a lot of stuff going on tonight. Uh, we got, you know, just some basic conversation we'll have in the beginning. Uh, Fortoad's going to jump in for a bit. I got some questions for him based on some things he posted over the past few days. So I want to pick his brain for a moment or two. Then at about 7.15, Bob Tuscan will be jumping on board. We're going to talk about his, uh, his documentary, Growing Freedom, and how we can, we can help him out. You know, maybe we'll have a, you know, Bob, whenever Bob's on, it's always a lot of fun. We always uh, joke around and, and share a lot of great information without making it too overly serious. You know what I mean? So hopefully uh, hopefully you guys are ready for an exciting, action-packed, full-of-crap show. <laughs> I hope everybody had a good week. I hope you, uh, you know, you got through your, your work week without any major issues and, and uh, you're happy... With where life is taking you at this given moment in time. And if you're not, only you can fix that. Only you can make that change. You know, we're, uh, we're week number, well, eight, we're 70, 40s in math. I'm really bad at math. What are we? A couple hundred hours into Donald Trump's presidency. Uh, the world hasn't blown up yet. Uh, there's been some stupidity done back and forth uh, on all sides involved. Uh, you know, I'm not, I, I'm not anti protesting. I'm not. I want you, you guys should know this about me. I want you to go out and protest. And there were a lot of people that were doing it for the right reasons, for for against the system. Not it's not about Trump. The people that are protesting properly, you know, veterans for for true or veterans for peace uh, is one organization that pops it on my head. Our friend Cynthia, uh, longtime friend from Dangerous Conversation days, uh, she she was out there. Uh, she's a good person. I know she was protesting in the proper means. I know you guys probably, if you listen to Raz Radio, you've heard Salty and, and Fish getting into it, and, and they got into the whole thing of their own about uh, about what was going on. And, of course, the, the agent provocateurs, the guys that we know are, are out there being paid, you know, the ones that are, are doing a job, that are that are funded by certain organizations, um, you know, they're out there 
to cause the chaos, to make it all look bad. And this is not a new tactic. I just, it's happening in a, in a very strange manner and, and, and everybody's being sucked into it. And, you know, again, the woman's march, that was very peaceful. There's no issues there. We could have done without, uh, without Madonna's stupidity. I've got that pulled up as one of the uh, topics of conversation. So we got a lot of different things we'll, we'll address. And, and Trump, up until today, I really haven't been dissatisfied uh, with the actions that he's been 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 going down with. You know, we, we have no TPP anymore. You know, even pulled us out of that. I, I, I believe he did something with NAFTA. Uh, I, I know Dave's been following a lot of this, and that's part of what I want to discuss with him. You know, it's it's... It's been some positive stuff. And then, of course, today, and I haven't even had a chance to pull it up, uh, it, it was late in the day. Where's my Facebook at? Because I know I got it there the quickest and easiest way to find it. Just go back to your Facebook. That's how I do my show prep. For those of you who don't know that, uh, I just whatever I post on my Facebook is more than likely uh, something we're going to converse about eventually on my show, somewhere, somehow. Uh, but I guess he... He signed an executive order, and again, I haven't read much on it. Uh, I've got audio here I want to play. Uh, but he signed an executive order today uh, um, advancing the Keystone and Dakota Pipeline. So that's that's not good. That's not a pleasant thing. I'm not really happy to hear that he did that. Uh, let's let's hear, because I haven't, again, I haven't really got to read too much on this. I just saw it uh, blow through earlier, and... Uh, it doesn't want to start. I got Comcast coming out tomorrow. I hope they can fix my problems. I, mean, I really do hope they can fix the issues I'm having with the internet. It's been so slow. I don't even know if it's dropping out there on you guys. Come on, come on. And everything was reset right before. Anyway, so he signs us. Oh, here we go. It's, it's it's really working slow. It's trying. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. Oh, I got to get the the bigger uh, upgraded hamsters. So he signs his executive order. Uh, oh, and the healthcare stuff, you know, I, I got into a little bit of a, of a Facebook, uh, debate, not, not too bad, you know, cut off pretty quickly. I don't like to do that. You guys know, I don't, I don't like to play t- uh, keyboard tough guy. That's why I come in here and do a radio show, uh, so that I, I can control myself much better when I'm there. You know, I can control myself a hell of a lot better. It's coming. It's it's I don't know I I can't wait to have uh, Comcast out here tomorrow to try to speed up my internet and try to make it work right, not this hamster in the wheel thing. So I will go to that. Let me see here. Donald Trump, uh, President Trump, signs an executive order to move forward construction of Dakota Access and Keystone pipelines. Uh, that's the headline here to BuzzFeed. It just doesn't want to play for me. Doesn't want to play. Anyway, uh, one of the other things that had caught my attention, and you guys know I'm not religious. I, I'm I'm faithful. I believe there's there's something out there. I think there's there's something that I, I believe there's. I don't know. I don't. It doesn't really even matter. Does it even matter what I believe? That's the whole point of what I believe is uh, you don't need to worry about what I believe. I don't need to worry about what you believe. Just don't affect my life with what you believe. So a Pope warns against populism and saviors like Hitler. 
Okay. We got to read this one. You know, when you hear that, you, you just got to check it out. You got to find out what what's exactly is he trying to say. Pope Francis warned against populism, saying it could lead to the election of saviors like Hitler. In a long, an hour-long interview with Spanish newspaper El Pace, conducted as Donald Trump was being sworn in as president, uh, the pontiff also condemned the idea of using walls and barbed wire to keep out foreigners. Of course, crises provoke fears and worries, he said, but added that for him, the example of populism in the European sense of the word is Germany in 1933. Germany was looking for a leader, someone who who could give back, give her back her identity, and there was a little man named Adolf Hitler who said, I can do it. Hitler did not steal power, the Pope said. He was elected by his people, and then he destroyed his people. The Germans at the time also wanted to protect themselves with walls and barbed wire so that others cannot take away their identity, he said. The case of Germany is classic, adding that Hitler gave them a deformed identity, and we know, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, uh, the case of a classic a deformed identity, and we know what it produced. Pope Francis, Pope Francis, however, underscored that it was too early to pass judgment on Trump. Let's see, let's see what he does, and then we will evaluate. He said. Now, the reason I, that got my attention, obviously, if you if you're a listener of mine, you know that I've always made this general uh, comparison of the the situation of America right now or prior to the election of Donald Trump, or the build-up to, was very similar to the late 20s, early 30s, with with um, Germany. Sorry, brain farted there for a moment. I've got so many different thoughts and ideas running through my head. You ever, that's why I starburst so much, because I'll get going on something, and then it sends me another direction, and then I start get going on that, and then I forgot about the first thing I got going on, so then I got to go back to that, and then I'll get going on something else as I starburst back to the other thing that I had got to, and it just—it's a big circle of confusion in my brain. I mean, if you could be in my head, I don't—I don't think anybody—I don't think everybody could handle being in my brain. My wife thinks that all the time. I'll be sitting there, and I'll have the tablet, the phone, the TV, and I'll be doing all three of them, plus having a conversation. Uh, with the kid or the wife or playing a, a board game with the family. I mean, I just, I'm weird like that. I do so many different things at once. And it's not a good thing because sometimes uh, when you do that, you, you end up uh, missing details and points and areas. So anyway, I've always compared or made this, uh, this, this, uh, this bilateral line of, of Hitler 19, or uh, uh, Germany 1920s, 30s. And and America, you know, two thousands, twenty ten Zs. Is that what that is that what you? It doesn't make sense. Like, no, we get a certain amount. A job gives you a certain amount of time off. And the story, that's what you get. You don't ask for more for something specific. You either use your own sick time or you take a vacation day if your kid gets sick. Now. This this whole Madonna thing, I don't know, should we, well, is this just a picture? Is that the issue I'm having here? I think this is just a picture, and that's why I can't get the audio to play, because you can't get audio to play. You know when they put the picture up of a screenshot of the audio thing, and it makes you think that it's actually audio to play? 
I hate when they do shit like that. Yeah, see, I'm happy. Comcast, I hope we fix this tomorrow. Poor Dave. Dave. (laughs) Hey, it's always great to be on the first 52 with Sean Raz for Toad and Lexi. You know, I don't, that sound like shit. What am I, give me a script here. Come on. I can't do this. You're putting me on, under pressure. Bob, don't worry about it here. And, uh. Dr. Bob. Dr. Bob, yeah. It's Dr. Bob Tuscan. It's Bob Tuscan, and you're listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio with my buddies Sean Raz and Lexi Raz and that guy Fortoed. Really matter to the voting machines. Now they censor this on YouTube, labeled it extreme. Bernanke and his lackeys, printed phony green. Hit us with inflation, annihilate the nation. No investigation of the Bush administration. Obama runs on change, Brzezinski's in his ear. The only thing that changes is the puppet in the year. They open up the borders, truth is on our shoulders. Focus on the pain, this is the new world order. Order, order, order. I hurt myself today. To see if I still feel I focus on the pain The only thing that's real I hurt myself today To see if I still feel I focus on the pain the only thing There is an awakening so huge it is exponential and breaking the paradigm and breaking the control box reality and seeing the wider universe around us. So there is a consciousness shift in information analysis and it is beautiful. And so out of this adversity, it's going to get bad. We're going to be tested. Realize that this is evil trying to maintain control. Being a cat can be damn tedious. People dangling bells and bits of string in your face all the time. Just be a dog. Run around, catch frisbees, pee on a fire hydrant. Life's more rewarding, and you get access to lots of treats. Catch Salty Talk Mondays and Wednesdays, and every Friday for Salty's weekend warm-up. 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Add a little salt to your life, and be more dog. And those people... Conspiracy theorists. They've been crazy, but now they're right. Trillion. When does a citizen become a civilian? When did the heroes morph into the villains? How can two planes?
questions it could get you murked Politically, socially, physically put into the dirt Many swear that there's some kind of conflict of interest within The conflict depends upon what you're interested in You can chant 9-11 was an inside job All day until you say the Mossad And pay closer attention to Flight 175 And the odd cylindrical pod beneath the fuselage Then it's 2 plus 2 level addition After you factor in the flight termination systems And flashbacks of the cash that good rabbi stole September 10th style, right down the rabbit hole Can I get the 2 plus 3 You can get unlimited corporate news I don't complain about politicians. Everybody complains about politicians. Everybody says they suck. Yeah. Well, where do people think these politicians come from? They don't fall out of the sky. They don't pass through a membrane from another reality. They come from American parents and American families, American homes, American schools, American churches, American businesses, and American universities, and they're elected by American citizens. This is the best we can do, folks. This is what we have to offer. It's what our system produces. Garbage in, garbage out. If you have selfish, ignorant citizens, if you have selfish, ignorant citizens, you're going to get selfish, ignorant leaders. And term limits ain't going to do you any good. You're just going to wind up with a brand new bunch of selfish, ignorant Americans. So maybe, maybe, maybe it's not the politicians who suck. Maybe something else sucks around here. Like the public. Yeah, the public sucks. There's a nice campaign slogan for somebody. The public sucks. Fuck hope. Fuck hope. Because if it's really just the fault of these politicians, then where are all the other bright people of conscience? Where are all the bright, honest, intelligent Americans ready to step in and save the nation and lead the way? 
We don't have people like that in this country. Everybody's at the mall, scratching his ass, picking his nose, taking his credit card out of his fanny pack and buying a pair of sneakers with lights in them. So I have solved this little political dilemma for myself in a very simple way. On election day, I stay home. I don't vote. Fuck them. Fuck them. I don't vote. Two reasons. Two reasons I don't vote. First of all, it's meaningless. This country was bought and sold and paid for a long time ago. The shit they shuffle around every four years... (laughs) Doesn't mean a fucking thing. And secondly, I don't vote because I believe if you vote, you have no right to complain. People like to twist that around, I know. They They say, well, if you don't vote, you have no right to complain. But where's the logic in that? If you vote... And you elect dishonest, incompetent people, and they get into office and screw everything up. Well, you are responsible for what they have done. You caused the problem. You voted them in. You have no right to complain. I, on the other hand, who did not vote, who did not vote, who, in fact, did not even leave the House on Election Day, I'm in no way responsible for what these people have done and have every right to complain as loud as I want about the mess you created that I had nothing to do with. So I know that a little later on this year you're going to have another one of those really swell presidential elections that you like so much. You'll enjoy yourselves. It'll be a lot of fun. I'm sure as soon as the election is over, your country will improve immediately. As for me, I'll be home on that day doing essentially the same thing as you. The only difference is when I get finished masturbating, I'm going to have a little something to show for it, folks. Hey guys, it's Popeye from FederalJack.com. You're listening to the first 52, where you can hear the inmates run the insane asylum. You know, something like that. <laughs> there you go, there you go. The... Alright guys, welcome back to First 52, RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Confluence, and Radio Chaos. Gotcha. You know, I'm staring over here, and and the internet is just being horrible. One more thing I wanted to say about Of course you do. Horrible. See, I hit that like a while ago. Everything's just haywire on me right now. It's all right. I'll pull it all together. we'll, We'll do this okay. I'm sure everything will cooperate a hell of a lot better. One day. Because it's more fun to be a pain in your ass. I don't know. Uh, all right, guys. Again, welcome back to First 52, RazRadioLive.com. It is still January the 24th, 2017. And, uh, you know, maybe we should just start a commotion. Maybe we should just all rise up and, and, and not vote anymore. Right, Dave? That, that's what Fortoad would say. He'd say, don't vote anymore. Don't give him the power. Don't do it. Yeah, and, and that might be who's joining us tonight. You know, I try to bring people on every once in a while. I haven't, I don't bring like a co-host on. Every once in a while, Dave will call me. But I actually reached out to him tonight and said, hey, Dave, can you join me for a little bit? So here he is. Fortead, what's up, brother? Not much. What's going on? You know, not much. We've got a new president. The world hasn't exploded yet. Uh, some people's heads have exploded, <laughs> but the world hasn't exploded yet. So that's a good thing, at least. But the reason I reached out to you this afternoon, not just because I miss you and I wanted to talk to you, uh, but I do do that also. I, we we're hoping to see you again. But Yeah, yeah. You'll get down here eventually, I'm sure. Actually, I'll uh, be in Orlando I, I, in February. 
I, I, I'm going to fix the car relatively soon. I'll be down there. You could ride your bike down. I, you know, it's now hard bike, to carry all those monitors. <laughs> bikes, the bikes in pieces as it stands. As Already, it is anyway. I can't believe the fucking thing actually made it home. I almost. I was like twenty minutes away from your house. It was up in Venice. I almost dropped it off at your house. Why didn't you? You more than welcome. And to. I, I made it home. Oh, okay. Because, because I, I I am that kind of mechanic. The, the thing broke down five minutes after I left the guy's house. I'm on the side of the road. Well, with its with my son's car, we just registered it. I got no tools anywhere. I used the tool bag that came with the motorcycle. I got the thing running again. Nice. Well, there you go. That's what you got to do sometimes. You get a little uh, a shifty and and yeah. uh, you know learn how to do things yourself. Maybe I never leave a car in distress like that <clears throat> or a vehicle. Yeah, and then this whole internet issue uh, again. I'm going to say it again. Comcast. I have an appointment tomorrow with them. It's been ongoing. Dave and I had issues getting connected during the break. Uh, my wife, my wife always streams movies when when I do the show. She's always out there watching Netflix. She was on Netflix, so I had to kick her off of Netflix. <laughs> Poor girl, she was trying to relax and just watch a movie the night before her birthday. And I just interrupted really? it. Yeah, it's a right I didn't thing. Know. I didn't know that. We all, we're all the good people were born in January. January or June? My mother's birthday was today too. Oh, was it? Yeah. Somebody, somebody posted on the chat room there. Their their wife's birthday is tomorrow or today or this month also. Anyway, all right, so why I brought you here, and I shut my Facebook down. That's what I was looking for. Uh, the reason I asked you to join me tonight is uh, yesterday, you know, at first on Sunday, Monday, you were bitching about Trump using executive orders, um, you know, to 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 legislate to the people. And mm-hmm. then you came back later on and made a comment about, wait a second, hold on. He didn't really do anything wrong here. He actually followed the rules of executive orders. Well, the the spirit, because there really are no rules, because everybody's used, you know, all the all the presidents think they're they they can control shit, and they've used executive orders to legislate, such as Obama with, uh, you know, um, immigrants giving him, you know, letting him stay there. So that and, that is a that is something that all the states then have to abide by, and that's just uh, that's just uh, monarchy. Or a dictatorship, I like to say. Right. And that, that to- totally circumnavigates the, the, the political process. I, I don't like democracy. I don't like mob rule. But, you know, let's go back to the Constitution. This is what we were supposed to do, and this is how it's supposed to do. Read the fucking manual is what I want to say to all the, all the presidents, the people of this country, because nobody, nobody knows how the fucking process works. So he, you know, did, everybody- he did within the spirit of, of uh, executive orders. So explain that. That's, that's, you know, I want to know what your definition of the spirit of executive orders is. All right. So let's go back to high school. Uh, no, grade school social studies class. Um, we learned that there were three branches of government, right? Legislative, judicial, and executives, right? Now, what ha- the way the process is supposed to be is that the legislative branch creates a law. It forwards it over to uh, the executive branch. He, you know, the president signs, okay, this is good, or vetoes it if it's bad for the country. And then the executive actually carries out that law, right? He executes the law. Mm-hmm. This is the reason why it's called the executive branch. It's executive doesn't mean you're a highly paid asshole in some high up office with a corner window or corner office with a window. Um, it means you execute the laws of the land. You don't make them up, right? So he's in control of the executive branch. The executive branch is the Federal Department of Education, the federal, you know, CIA, the NSA, you know, the DEA. You mean he most of the organizations that shouldn't be there? He, yeah, exactly. These illegal organizations, <laughs> or unconstitutional organizations. Organizations we don't need. 
well, it's just unconstitutional because the con- you know the Constitution is a manual on how to create is the manual that you look to when you create this government. Now that's that's their that's their handbook, and they've created these these things um, without congressional support. Although the DEA was was an act of Congress, from what I understand. Um, but still, he has the power to say, hey, look, he could use an executive order to make cannabis Schedule 2 or Schedule 3 or off the schedule altogether because he's in charge of the, that executive um, thing, branch. Um, if he's going to make laws like – all right, so the first thing Trump did on Friday was – and I wholeheartedly agree with the sentiment. He um, took out the individual mandate for the uh, Affordable Care Act. Right. I don't like that you're, you know, I don't like that you should have to be forced to buy something, right, to live in this country. Right. That's well, not freedom. Obviously, I agree with that. I mean, I don't have health insurance. I don't pay for, uh, well, I don't file taxes, so I haven't been fined yet mm-hmm. officially. I, right. Although I've never, I've heard of people receiving letters of <laughs> of being fined for not having health care, but I've received nothing. In, yeah, in, see, what I, see what happens when you don't file? They don't know you're around. Yeah, they haven't bothered me. They're not poking at me. We haven't, I haven't filed in a while. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, I pay my taxes. Th- it's not that I'm not, not paying taxes. I'm paying taxes. You're just not filing. I'm just not filing. They're going, right, it's yeah. coming out of my check. I pay and my the, taxes. And if you were really, really smart, um, you would actually do like the uh, illegal immigrants do when they get, you know, bullshit um, fake Social Security cards and actually pay taxes. They just they just say, you know, I'm head of household. I'm, you know, I'm this. I got 18 dependents. They claim everything they can on their W four form, so that they're actually wind up paying uh, five ten percent of their taxes because they don't file either. So you give them the ten percent and you just let them go. You know, that and and that's that's not a bad idea. And uh, let's not talk about not filing anymore. <laughs> so uh, you know, again, we're, so we're talking about executive orders and and how. Um, he's done some that were good, some that weren't bad. Uh, here I got an article posted from earlier today. Finally got the audio, so I want to see if it's going to play for us. I I found an AP article uh, that hopefully has uh, audio that'll cooperate with me in this in this trying times of of the weak Comcast internet that I pay way too much for it to be weak right now, and it's been an ongoing problem. This is with regard to the construction of the Keystone Pipeline, something that's been in dispute, and it's subject to a renegotiation of terms by us. We're going to renegotiate some of the terms, and if they'd like, we'll see if we can get that pipeline built. A lot of jobs, 28,000 jobs. A lot of jobs. Great construction jobs. Great, great construction jobs. They're they're temporary jobs. Hold on. We're not done yet. We gotta listen to the cameras flashing. It's great. I just an excellent job. Okay. Keystone pipeline. Wow, he's really making a production. Have you seen this yet? He's really making no. a production of this here. I've been out all day. It's twelve. I. That's like I couldn't get to watch it. Wait, what are we signing here? Hold on. What's this one here? He's got another one. He's holding. This is with respect to the construction of the Dakota Access Pipeline. Dakota Access Pipeline. Again, subject to terms and conditions to be negotiated by us. Okay. So he keeps saying the terms and conditions to be negotiated by us. Well, keep that in mind, Dave, when we're all done here, because you know, it's very ceremonial what we're dealing with here, what we're looking at. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. He's showing it again. I signed it. Here's my big signature. Uh, that'll be worth a lot of money one day, I'm sure, because the first wrestling uh, TV <laughs> reality star president. This I is mean, construction of pipelines in this country. Uh, we are, and I am, very insistent that if we're going to build pipelines in the United States, the pipe should pipelines. be made in the United States. So unless there's difficulty with that, because companies are going to have to sort of gear up much pipeline Excellent is bought pipes. from other Excellent pipes countries. in America. We build the best. Uh, from now on, we're going to start pipes. making pipeline in the United States. He's going to start making the pipeline in the United States, the United States guys. Pipelines. You better lube up because the, the pipeline's coming to the Ameri- United States. Workers, He's going to do the drilling himself. <laughs> Sorry. A lot of pipe builders back to work. He's going to ram that pipe right up your ass. Listen to those cameras. My God. <laughs> All right. Okay. This is the pipeline. We will build our own pipeline. We will build our own pipes. That's what it has to do with. Like we used to. You got to give him that. I'll give him that one. That that's that's if he signed an executive order to make sure we build our own pipes. I got to give him that one. That was pretty good. No, you can't. Now you're legislating. You're, you're making somebody work for you. Why? Because you're saying you're, I'm, we're not going to buy pipes from anywhere but American companies. Yeah, let the free market prevail. If if it's like saying, "Hey, man, we got to make everybody buy American cars." Fuck that. So if they put a high tariff on Chinese pipes, then you can only get a I little pipe. I don't really buy into all that stuff. Well, I want a choice. You want a choice, but yeah, the- I want, I want, I want the world to operate like the United States operates. <laughs> well, Georgia, fucking dead. Georgia <laughs> isn't. Hold on, Georgia isn't imposing extra tariffs on oranges to protect their fucking peaches, right? We get along. Famously, well, they, they want right? our oranges. Hmm? They want our oranges, right? But you don't think there's our orange groves in in uh, Georgia? Georgia? Well, there's peach groves in Georgia. Do we have well, peaches that's in Florida? You, you know, the point is, is, we're not fighting each other over <laughs> tariffs. All right. As a matter of fact, we're not fighting each other at all. This is what I've been saying for a long, long time. I think we should have one world government because then we don't fight. It 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 removes the the the. Um, it removes the reason to fight. There, there's Borto, the anarchist, calling for a one-world government yet again. You've heard it here. Right. Because it's better than... Oh, there's a fucking moth in my room here. I'm going up against the, the monitors is the only thing that's lit. <laughs> um, I think totally fucking sidetracked myself. I don't even remember what the hell I was saying. The, the moth and I'm not attention. high, and I'm not drunk. Well, maybe you should be high. The, the moth might not have got your attention that much. <laughs> no, man. No, last time I was high with you, I... With me, useless. I don't do that kind of stuff. What are you talking about? I don't know what you're saying. You're crazy. Oh, you're talking about election night. Yeah, like yeah. Chocolate yeah. night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four two I, I haven't. I haven't barely smoked. I've, I'm just consuming chocolate. Well, that's a good thing. The, the last month I went through a bar in uh, about a month, and I think I breezed through a bar in a week just this past week because I stopped drinking two weeks ago. So what's your opinion on, you know, we both know Cynthia, and I agree with the reasoning that Cynthia was there, and I understand her reasoning. Um, we've always, for the time that we did our show together back in the day, uh, we understand what agent provocateurs are. Uh, if you're going to cover your face and do violence and, and evil things, then you, you, you're either just an idiot or you're being paid. Right. So, and that's the thing is we've seen this before, right? And we've noticed that, oh yeah, look at these guys, it's a small group of people fucking up the protests. So when I first had seen all the, 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 um, the violence, you know, the, the store and the windows and the limo, I was like, ah, you know, cause I've, I've been, I've been railing the last week about the new 
uh, bully class, being the neo-progressives, right? Neo-progressive is a, you know, I, I, I kind of like a rhino or Republican. She, well, no, no, no. It's like a neocon or a neoconservative. Right. It's, you know, it, those are the ones we don't like. We don't like, it's basically saying the radical progressives, the radical, uh, left. Um, so I've been hammering that the past week and, you know, with that, that, that guy that got kidnapped for two days and those four black people that beat the shit of him and tortured him, you know, it just, Everybody thought that because Donald Trump is going to be president, bad things are going to happen. But they're the ones doing all the bad shit. I was, say, I was just going to say, you know, everybody's trying to say that Donald Trump's going to be the collapse of of uh, America. But honestly, we are going to allow idiocracy to drive us into the yeah. collapse of America because everybody's going to be one extreme or the other. Right. And progressives are really ruining this this world because there's progressives all over the planet, and they're making. Uh, governments do things that they really shouldn't be doing and uh you know like most of the conservatives yeah and i didn't notice that until i moved down here i'm gonna fucking die i'm still a registered uh democrat even though i voted the last time i voted i voted a libertarian um i'm a died in the world democrat moved down here and saw a different point of view and you know yeah maybe nobody liked you know maybe the fucking country bumpkins don't like them negroes and whatever they don't really fuck with anybody you know, they're just like, stay off my property. That's all. Right. Yeah. And I kind of like that. They're not trying to be in everybody's face, although they are trying to take my tax dollars and give it to some rich guy. Do you believe I got called a bigot and a fascist in a post last week? Of course. It had to be a bleeding heart neo-progressive. Uh, it was because I would re I refused to call uh, Chelsea Manning a, a she. And that's why I was a bigot <laughs> and a fascist, because I wouldn't call him a she. Because he's not a she, because he's got a dick still. When he doesn't have a dick, he's a she. I'll he call hurts. him a she then. So here's the thing. And, and I, I kind of reconciled that with myself in the last week, too. Because, you know, listen, um, we're all born female. This is why men have nipples. And then the Y chromosome kicks in, and then we turn to male. Right? So, you know, uh, he's, he's still a male, but he and she is just a, is a pronoun and is a manufactured name via the language. So, like, I don't really give a fuck. You won't hear me say he's a male or she's a male. I'm just like, if he, if, if, if Chelsea Manning wants to be known, if Bradley Manning wants to be known as Chelsea Manning and prefers to be called a she, fuck it. What the hell do I care? But I'm you not going to be berated and, and be told that my opinion is wrong or doesn't matter just because I refuse to call him a she. Yeah, well, see, what happens here is that that person. It's dogmatic, you, and I understand that. They they used what they think is the right way to force their opinion on you. Sounds like Bible thumpers. Sounds like you know. Was, no, you know who it is. It's somebody on one of Cynthia's friends, honestly, and he lists himself as a um a a anarchist and an anti fascist. Yeah. Yeah, most people don't know what most of these words mean. I know, that's what I said. Yeah. I said, you're using big words, you probably don't even know. And he's like 32 years old. I'm like, you're using big words, you probably don't understand what you're, what you're, what they mean. It was an interesting, right. like, you know me, I don't, I don't do the Facebook fighting and the, and the Twitter fighting right. anymore. I just don't do it. But he sucked me into it. It was one of Cynthia's posts, too. Yeah, well, you know, people people feel good by berating others and, you know, pissing on the way they believe. And, you know, you're not wrong. That's the problem, is you're not wrong. Well, I know, you know that. But he he wants you to be wait, wrong Dave, Dave, because... Right? Wait, this he, is Brad Friedman from uh, Brad. You're listening to, no, you're listening to Damn the it. This is Bob Tuscan. He's absolutely... Oh, there it is. That's one. This is Bob Tuscan from no, the Intel... that one. This one. He's absolutely not wrong. He's he's right. Do you remember that? He's absolutely not wrong. He's He's right. I do. I don't remember the subject, but I remember.
Uh, we were talking about gun control and, and Brad. It was back when Brad was on DC, back mm-hmm. on the old IO days. And, um, it was a gun control debate and I came on and it, we were supposed to, it was back when, when Brad and I would debate every once in a while on Scott's show. Right. And it was, this was a setup debate and I came on and spewed out what I said and it was kind of what he agreed with. <laughs> so that's where that drop came from. He's absolutely not wrong. He's right. <laughs> uh, we got, Coming up soon, we have uh, Bob Tuscan, and we're going to be talking about growing freedom. Now, you're welcome right. to stick around during that well, interview because I know you love working with Bob. Bob's a good guy. Yeah, but before Bob comes on, I want to try to impress to your listeners about the process and about how evil uh, executive orders are. And, you know, my, my, my opening thing on Monday was I wonder if the progressives will, will bitch about um, him using executive orders. Meanwhile, they were celebrating Obama, Obama saying – I have a pen. Well, see, that's you know? why I wanted to. That that is the impression I wanted from you because you had you had made the statement, and I'll reiterate it. We said it already. You had made the statement. He's go, you know, he's legislating, and then you came back and said, "Wait a second, he's doing it in the spirit." Well, well, you know, after Monday went, and I got to read the uh, the executive orders. They're not up on the on on the official site yet. I wanted to read the text of them, but from what I gathered, he, you know, when when they said, um, "Shit." Well, the TPP, right? Now, even that would bother me because that's made by Congress. That was, you know, that was uh, done in secret by Congress. Um, but what he did was he didn't like say, okay, we're not doing this. He kind of just like funded it. He, he cut the, the legs off the chair, right? And which he can do. So he's using the power that he can to stop this stuff, but, but, but not saying, I'm making it elite, the TPP illegal. I'm just going to make sure that you can't do it. You know, like, like, oh, in the thirties, Cannabis, you had to get a tax stamp to, to have marijuana, but they never gave out tax stamps, you know? So it's, it's, it's kind of like this, this, uh, and, and so about two weeks ago, a friend of mine was over, right? Smarter, much smarter than I am. He's got a 168 IQ. Right. Um, he was he's telling me that. dumb as fuck on the street, though, I'll tell you. What? He's probably dumb as fuck on the street, though, isn't he? No, no, he's, he's, he's pretty much, he's, he's, oh, he's got he's, a, the whole package? Yeah, he's all there. There you go. Well, uh, that's good. I shouldn't really say it like that because he's also gay. But <laughs> there's nothing uh, wrong with that. That's damn he's, he's, a gay man that that's that's smart and has street knowledge. Right, right. He's I mean, not a dingbat. You know, he he kind of gets it all. He's um, not so one of any, those ones. And and actually, he doesn't even look gay. Like I worked with the guy. He didn't come up on my gaydar, and it wasn't until like a month or so later. Oh yeah, you didn't know Brian was gay? I was like, no, he he doesn't look. Gay. Anyway, um, he had <laughs> said to me that. It was something I didn't know that Trump had once or twice actually wanted to run for president once in 88. And I think yep. the other time I don't, was you didn't a, know that. No, he, there's, uh, a, there's a oh, go ahead. Tell your story. Cause I'll pull something up. Go ahead. All right. So it was once was 88 for the Republican Party. I don't know how far that went, but I was just kind of reading up right now on the on the uh, 99 bid for the uh, reform party. This was right after um, Ross Perot and he wanted to get in on it. And there was such a clusterfuck in in the Reform Party, and I think he got pushed out by the uh, the Republicans that co opted it. He got so pissed off. Well, this is what my friend's saying that he got so pissed off that he had to figure out a way to get to be president, being a third party candidate. But you got to go through the you know either Democrats or Republicans, and it looks like he did it. And I, I'm I'm the first guy. He's like, oh, he's not a politician. He's gonna fuck this. I really thought he was gonna murder us with um, executive orders on Monday. I really did. Right. And uh, then he didn't. And then what my friend said was actually is true. It seems to be true. And then I 
There's that fucking moth again. Um, <laughs> Because I got, I got three big monitors that I'm looking at, and, you know, he's all over the place. Anyway, uh, it looks like uh, – so he tried to do it in 2010 and then realized – and it took him, you know, 13 years, 13, 14, 15 years to get to where he's got to get. I, and maybe maybe he's actually going to dismantle it from the inside. I, I, you want, know? I want you to listen to this, Dave. All right, this is from 1988. He took out a full-page ad in uh, major U.S. newspapers uh, last year criticizing U.S. foreign policy. What would you do differently, Donald? I'd make our allies, forgetting about the enemies, the enemies you can't talk to so easily, I'd make our allies pay their fair share. We're a debtor nation. Something's going to happen over the next number of years with this country because you can't keep going on losing $200 billion, and yet we, we let Japan come in and dump everything right into our markets and everything. It's not free trade. If you ever go to Japan right now and try to sell something, forget about it, Oprah. Just forget about it. It's almost impossible. They don't have laws against it. They just make it impossible. They come over here, they sell their cars, their VCRs, they knock the hell out of our companies. And, hey, I have tremendous respect for the Japanese people. Tremendous. I mean, you can respect somebody that's beating the hell out of you, but they are beating the hell out of this country. Kuwait, they live like kings. The poorest person in Kuwait, they live like kings. And yet they're not paying. We make it possible for them to sell their oil. Why aren't they paying us 25% of what they're making? It's a joke. This, this sounds like political presidential talk to me. And I know people have talked to you about whether or not you want to run. Would you, would you ever? Probably not, but I, I yeah. do get tired of seeing the country ripped Why off. Why would you not? I just don't think I really have the inclination to do it. I love what I'm doing. I really like it. Also, I, it doesn't pay as well. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I just probably wouldn't do it, Oprah. I probably wouldn't, but I do get tired of seeing what's happening with this country. And if it got so bad, I would never want to rule it out totally so because I really so am tired of seeing what's happening with this country, how we're how we're really making other people live like kings, and we're not. What do, what do you think of this year's presidential race, the way it's shaping up? Well, let's, let's keep in mind, he was I, living I as think, a king. Uh, okay. I think mm-hmm. that probably George Bush has an advantage in terms of the election. I think that probably people would say that he's got like that little edge in terms of the incumbency, etc., etc. Oh, I but miss that 80s hair. I think hair. Jesse Jackson's done so very proud. I think Michael Dukakis has done one hell of a job. And George Bush is the hell girl. They showed a picture of a hot girl. Sort of Semi underdogs, including George Bush, and they've all come out. Uh, I think people that are around all three of those candidates can be very proud of the jobs they've done. You've said though that if you did run for president, you believe you'd win. Well, I don't know. I think I'd win. I tell you. Now that's kind of, and I paused it because I actually want to make a comment on that. It's kind of weird that that was the question, and, and he ran for president, and he actually won. Yeah. Uh, you you, you got to think about it, dude. He beat out 15 of the best Republicans and the best Democrats. He really kicked ass. Well, there's not really that many good Democrats. <laughs> well, it's, no, but the thing is, I mean, Jesus Christ, Sean, you and I thought years ago Clinton was going to win. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We, we really did. Hold on. Mm-hmm. We're not well, done yet. I wouldn't go in to lose. I've never gone in to lose in my <laughs> life. And, and if I did decide to do it. I think I'd be inclined. I, w- I would say that I would have a hell of a chance of winning because I think people, I don't know how your audience feels, but I think people are tired of seeing the United States ripped off. And I can't promise you everything, but I can tell you one thing. This country would make one hell of a lot of money from those people that for 25 years have taken advantage. It wouldn't be the way it's been. Believe me. All right, that's a bunch of Oprah Winfrey advertising now but uh and i played that before i I played that not that long ago so um you know to to think he sound and this is what scared me about it when i played that it was before the election and what Mm -hmm. scared me about listening to that was it's exactly what he's been saying so so he's been from 1988 
till mm-hmm. 2015, 16, he, he said the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. He, he, he's not flip flopping. No. So, I mean, that's kind of why it's hard to, um, it's hard to, to not want to, like, I want to see him succeed. Yeah, I want to believe, you know, I, I'm wondering if uh, on Saturday when he went to the CIA headquarters, did he get the, uh, you know, alternate angle, angle Zapruder film? And, and, <laughs> and I really wondered that. And, and then he came out and he continued to do. So maybe he went, you know what? Yeah. Okay. I get it. You're going to yeah. try to fucking kill me, but you know what? I got my own security mixed in with you guys right. and fuck it. Let's, let's play this game. Is that what he did? I don't know. I, whatever it is, it's gonna be. It's it's gonna be a little exciting. It's gonna be huge. And, I, and I'm not. And, I, and I'm. An, I'm a political atheist, and I'm. I'm kind of excited to see what. What's he gonna do? Because so far, he's kind of doing the shit I would do. You know, uh, I would. I wouldn't come in. I wouldn't come in swinging day one. I would. I would do some things that got people's attention. But I would wait until uh, some of the things I laid down actually, you know, made things better. Like I love that he put fucking Rick Perry in charge of the Department of Energy because because Rick Perry, well, fucking Rick Perry's an idiot though. Well, no, but Rick Perry on stage at the Republican convention in 2017, 2012, right here in fucking Tampa, had said I would close these five places and rem- only remembered three of them, but Department of Energy was one of them. So putting somebody in charge of, of a department that we should think that that should go away, and you put, it's like putting me in charge of it. Let me see if I could ratchet this down and to the point fuck where it up I could, enough. Well, no, no, no. I, I would, you know, I'd kind of like, all right, let's get rid of this. Let's get rid of this. You know, blah blah blah. That doesn't need to be here. Why are we paying for this? Blah 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 blah. I would. Fu- it, it's it's the perfect thing to put the guy who doesn't want the department in charge of the department. I think we've know? had this. I think actually, you know what? I we've had this conversation before, you and I. We've d- discussed that. I don't remember when, but I, I seem to remember it. You know, it's kind of, it, it's kind of in my head that that we've had that exact com- conversation. Is put somebody right. who doesn't want to be there in charge. Right. And and look, he's doing it. it I, look, I don't know all the. I'm really kind of trying to stay out of this because it annoys the shit out of me. And you know, it's like anytime I say something about Trump, I really got to like, I want to disclaim it by saying, I don't like this guy. I don't want to live in a fucking country with walls. I don't want to live in a country where you, you, you're talking shit about our neighbors. I, you know, my, I, Muslims, I don't know about, you know, I'm kind of like teetering at this point. I'm like, these motherfuckers really are fucking shit up for us. You know, yeah, Buzzy, Buzzy's having like a fucking orgasm right now. Buzzy, don't wreck, wreck your truck. Okay. <laughs> get, get a yeah. napkin and clean it up after you're done and, and pull over to the side of the road. All right. Relax. Maybe yeah, I, he, maybe he is, Buzzy. All right. Maybe he is, but just yeah, I, take a fucking breather. And we're only 140 hours into his goddamn presidency. Right. All right. right. <laughs> We've got a hell of a lot more time to go with this man. Everybody's great the first week. Yeah. <laughs> Hitler was great for two years. All right. <laughs> Remember that, Buzzy. Hitler was great for two years. Yeah, but all right. So let's see what's what he's got, you know. Because what what else are we gonna do? I I, I would honestly at this point. <laughs> Did you I'm just have a seizure? What the fuck was that? <laughs> well, because I'd rather at this point now that I see what what uh, Trump is doing, I'd rather see him than Gary Johnson. Because Gary Johnson was a fucking wet noodle. <laughs> Gary Johnson would have been fun because he would have been the first one that gave like his 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 first like big speech in the White House in the Oval Office. He'd like have, be sitting back with a fucking joint in his hand. Feet up on the on the resolute desk, you know, and oh, well, that would be kind of cool if you think about it. Just as much as as this may be cool, who knows? Who knows?
Yeah, I, I, I would like to see Gary Johnson run for governor of, of, of another state, you know, because, look, he's Vito Johnson. That's why, that's the, there's two reasons why I would have voted for him. One is that he knows how to say no to Congress. Two is that, um, I wanted a third party wow. to get in, in, to, to break the two party system. But I, I'm at this point, the, the Republican Party is, I mean, the Libertarian Party is so co opted that I don't, I don't even give a fuck about them anymore. Well, and that's part of the problem of, of why, uh, I don't know, I, you know, it was like this election was so hard. I'm sitting there and I wanted to vote for Johnson. I wanted to vote for, for, uh, Stein, you know, <laughs> and, and I had, I had to vote. I know right. you, and you and you voted thinking that you could you could use it as a ploy, but oh, I voted for that son of a bitch. Don't take don't say shit to me. And, and then he won. Shoved it right on my ass, didn't he? <laughs> Little fucker. All right, right guys. Uh, Bob Tuscan's coming up. Oh God, about ten minutes. We're gonna take a quick break. Uh, you're listening to First Fifty Two Raz Radio Live dot com. Radio Free Blood. Radio Chaos. Radio Confluence. Uh, we're we're all of them. You know, make sure you check out. Also, please go to teespring.com. dot com. Search Raz Radio Live. You will find my store. On the store, there's chocolate drop shirts. There's my shirts. We're going to start doing a, a regular run on shirts. I'm just going to, I want to sell shirts. And I guess there's a lot more shit you can get now. There's coffee mugs and tote bags and all kinds of stuff. So I, I, I want to continue to bring you something, bring me something. I like to wear different shirts. Yeah. So, well, here's the deal also because shirts wear out. And just like in my son's case, he left, get lost. Chick, he left it over some chicks' house. And I was like, I have to get you this shirt because it's your saying on a shirt. Uh, you, I, you need to have this until you, you can pass it on to your kid, you know? So that's why I bought another shirt. There you go. All right, guys, we'll be back soon. Have you ever called into your favorite talk radio program only to encounter this and felt like this? That never happens when you dial 941 941- Four two one zero four zero one at razradiolive.com we answer right away and pow you're live on the air talking to one of your favorite hosts no screeners no delays try it now 941-421-0401 and avoid 941-421-0401 if you're a new listener or a seasoned veteran don't be scared. 941-421-0401. We welcome all. We know how it feels to be ignored. RazRadioLive.com. It's time for a TF52 flashback. Hey, uh, real quick, I want to get your opinion on this, Rob. Uh, I'm just going to read you the headline. I'm sure uh, everybody knows about what happened to Hillary today. Uh, Clinton unable to testify before Congress on Benghazi. Purported concussion sighted. <clears throat> well, I don't know whether she bumped her head no, uh, she... or not, which generally, you know, bumping your head would leave to a concussion. But uh, I'm a type of guy where I'm in sales, okay? I, mm. uh, you know, I, I deal in sales. Uh, my job is to get somebody to buy or my job is to take away somebody's money from them who has no interest in what I have or uh, doesn't need what I have, but uh, my job is to make them do so. And one of the things that I like to tell them is that, you know, you can make excuses or you can make money, but you can't do both. And obviously, in her case, she can make excuses or she could testify, but she can't do both. 
And she so obviously chose to make excuses mm-hmm. instead See? of testifying. And, you know, if we knew something, it was either going to come down to the fact that we would hear what Hillary had to say in regards to Benghazi and or there would be some excuse why she wasn't able to. And obviously, we got the excuse end of it today, and uh, it's no surprise to me. I'm not a uh, conspiracy guy, but I will say that I, I, I... And it's not just because of my conservative leanings. I do think, though, that, that there's there's got to be a reason she doesn't want to talk about it. Well, now, now, that's shifty. That's you talking, right? That's me. Uh, I'm not a conspiracy guy either. I used to be. I'm a conspiracy dropout. I'm a patriot <laughs> dropout. I truly am. Believe me, I used to be the guy that was there handing out the DVDs. I used to be the guy <laughs> there saying, what do you mean? What do you mean you're drunk to fluoride, you don't care? What do you mean as long as you have a dollar bill to buy your toilet paper, you don't need gold? What do you mean? What do you mean? I was that type of guy that would shove my shit down your throat, okay? But no longer am I. And now I come from more of uh, a, a more conservative league. I, just like you stated, I truly do. Uh, so I understand exactly where you're coming from on this. But the fact of the matter is, is that these folks will perpetrate and do everything that they have to do right in front of our face and then tell us a story and we just eat it up like it's candy, my friend. Same thing goes with Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton is the Secretary of State. Hillary Clinton is the person who who represents us and goes from country to country to country, uh, making relations with these countries. That is her job. When something goes wrong with one of those relations, she is the one who is to be held accountable for. If I'm not mistaken, just days after the 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 what I call for my terrorist or my terrorist leanings, yes, my conservative <laughs> leanings. Did you hear me say terrorist leanings? That's funny. My conservative leanings is that she called it a terrorist attack, and she's and and it was a terrorist attack, and she says I am responsible. We all live for in this, different realities. There's no doubt about that. They're trying to form a one unified reality, but as we start to look towards what we're trying to actually get to, and that is liberty, freedom, justice for all, um, which is a global cry, we are now knowing it within from all the internet realms that this is a global cry. It doesn't matter if you're in the Netherlands, in Africa, in uh, Peru, or wherever. We're all saying the same thing all over the globe. All over the globe. And so you can't reject anything that comes your way. The universe is trying to speak to you and give you what you need, but you're rejecting it because you think you know what you deserve and what you need which has all been conditioned and programmed by our culture creators, such as Walt Disney, Monsanto, and everyone else. So the answer to our problem is actually invisible, and it is called synchronicity, but it's an answer that no one can show you. No one can show you. And so now we're asking humanity to have faith in humanity when the Dark Brotherhood is making it so impossible to do so. Because we think all of this is our fault. Because we think all of this is our fault. Because we think all of this is our fault. 
So we need to find that faith in humanity because listen to all these people that have come out here, every single one of them, a loving, caring, nurturing being that just wants to uplift humanity. Well, that's the majority. Well, that's the majority. Well, that's the majority. The television's telling you the total opposite. Fear those people in a van. Fear, don't go outside. You know, you don't want to be meeting around with people. And that's exactly what you should be doing. And that's exactly what you should be doing. And that's exactly what you should be doing. Synchronicities will start to unfold, and then you'll actually believe in miracles. Anything that comes your way, go with it and and do it to your fullest. You know that's my message to the world because it'll guide you to your soul's purpose. And if you let your light shine, you know to your fullest, when something comes your way, then it'll magnify and become even more than you ever anticipated. And the best thing is, is that everything's better than you could have ever dreamed it. Everything's better than you could have ever dreamed it. Everything's better than. And I know that's a, a hard message to sell when the BP oil spill, with the uh, volcanoes, with the corruption, with everything that's going down, the police state, you know, all of it. It's hard to tell people to regain their faith in humanity, to forgive the anger that you have for these people that have, have trespassed on you, and to just start seeking the new existence. But we have to. That's what we have to do. We're the voice now. We're the voice now. We're the voice now. Internet or podcasting show or something? Chocolate drop. Hold on, hold on, buddy. What is the chocolate drop a show about? Chocolate drop? Drop it on us. I kind of know. I will not listen if you don't tell me what it's about. It's about uh, uh, hip hop, rap, turd show, politics, man skewing, music. Hold on, hold on, buddy. It's every other guy that's got a podcast around here, okay? And where can people find the chocolate show that's man skewing, yes? Rap, turd show. RazRadioLive.com. There you go. Okay. And when does it air? Saturdays, one o'clock Eastern Time. Okay. And where can people find the Chocolate Show? RazRadioLive.com. There you go. I wish you the best to the Chocolate Drop. And so basically, it's about every other person that's not in real radio that's trying to get in radio and do a show. Rat turd show. Knock yourself out, kid. Rat turd show. The RazRadioLive.com. There you go.
is the most secret aspect in all of the government. The time has come to bring you back to us now like the prodigal son. Surely we can't stop fighting till we move as one in mind and purpose. Straight to our victory, certain over the man behind the curtain. So we reach out to wake up those willing to speak out and take action before we get the camps and the rations. Good and evil clashing in the 21st century. Make your choice now. Will you be a friend or an enemy of the true revolution against wicked institutions? They done set up the rulers, the evidence plentiful. Just read what they plan to do to us in short. Remove us from the planet. But we rock with the home court advantage. We done kicked off the revolution. Now we expanded. Perpetrators of crimes against humanity reprimanded and punished. We're the gold follow the sound of feet running and follow the sound of truth spitting like machine gunning. And that slut Kardashian The dumber that you are, the more we're impressed We almost had President Palin This is Bob Tuscan from the intelhub.com You're listening to the first 52 on RAS Radio Alright guys, welcome back to first 52 RASRadioLive.com Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos, Radio Confluence um, I, This is going to be a really strange thing I'm about to do here And this is really the first time this has ever happened Since I've been doing my show on a Tuesday night I got a call for work 
So I have to roll out, and I've got a guest lined up. I got four toads sitting here. It kind of caught me off guard. I, I've got a flood. I got to go see what's going on. I got to get it controlled. I will be back with you. But all I'm going to do is I'm going to hand this all off. Four toad, I still got you there, right, brother? Yep. I'm going to hand this all off to four toad, and of course, my buddy Bob Tuscan. Bob, how you doing, my friend? Oh my God! There's a flood, Sean. It's the, it's the big one. Get it's the big work. one. It's coming, man. It's coming. Uh, what I'm gonna do here, and and hopefully this will work out just right, Bob. You don't have a replay, hopefully on your on your uh, uh, what the hell is it called? You got going on on your GoFundMe. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna play the 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 audio from your GoFundMe here. It's it's loading up right now. And then I want you guys to discuss the documentary, but I know you you got an issue on that end. You can't really play it from your side. So what I want to do is I'm going to play it here for you here, and you guys just uh, just. just oh, wait, I got to turn that off first. Hold on, say. Oh, I got you. I got you. I got you here. <laughs> got to kill Ned. Ned, thank you very much. I really wanted to play that whole song in its entirety because you all needed to hear it. But maybe next time. All right, here is Growing Freedom. The the. Uh, the trailer for Growing Freedom, and then Bob and Dave are going to get into this, and I'll join you guys back in a little bit. Right, here it comes. It's clear that the United States is in a compromised situation now. The whole paradigm that humanity could not live in an independent state, in a state of abundance, and in a state of true sustainability is ultimately the illusion that keeps the control system going. Water is so important. In eight cases, we found aluminum in the rainwater samples way above EPA minimums. In some areas, it's illegal to collect rainwater. The control system here on Earth is based in keeping people in fear of the scarcity of all forms of energy. It's called rotational grazing, um, and it's done with livestock all the way up to cattle, you know, all the way down to obviously chickens and ducks, goats and pigs can all be used in that fashion. Money is monetized debt. It's a worthless piece of paper. The idea that the government should say whether or not you can or cannot have food on your property is mind-boggling. We've kind of lost our connection with where food comes from and how it's produced and things like that. Necessities such as food and water and shelter are what really matters. Remove the fluoride from your drinking water. See, we're constantly told there isn't enough. What we're ultimately talking about here is personal responsibility. Peaceful non-compliance is of the utmost importance. Rowing Freedom, the documentary featuring Bob Tuscan. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't actually get to see some of the imagery behind it, Dave, but you know, we're we're trying to actually put together a solution-oriented film that takes a look at both the philosophies behind freedom, what freedom really is, what natural law is, what the non-aggression principle is, what 
living life in a self-reliant way without government looks like and the actual application of that and furthermore, the solution-oriented pill that is getting off of the dependencies that are in place right now such as uh, government, food being shipped from you know trucks from thousands of miles away, uh, poison in your food supply with our you know allopathic medicine poisoning us and so on and so forth. It, it's a a supposed comprehensive look at solutions for a change, and it all comes from the perspective of a batshit crazy conspiracy theorist like Bob Tuscan. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think you're batshit crazy for this, you know, because. You know, I, not only I didn't see it, but I'm on the GoFundMe page, which is uh, GoFundMe forward slash Growing Freedom, a documentary. I actually just Googled uh, GoFund, uh, Bob Tuscan GoFundMe and found it. Um, you got some serious. Well, wait a good second, wait a second. You Googled Bob Tuscan Go Fuck Me and you found that? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently nobody wants to. But Go ahead. Go ahead. You have, um, you know, you have really sound stuff here. You know, Growing Freedom explores, explores the threats to peaceful, abundant and sovereignty, government control, mass food productions, blah, blah, blah. And one of the things you had said in the, in the piece was that, you know, they're, they, they're making you jump through hoops to grow food. Like, one of the things that really bothers me is that you need a hunting license to go hunt to go get food. You need a fishing license to go fish for food. But you don't need a license to go to the store to get, uh, you know, all these chemicals that they're trying to mislabel or not label at all. It's just, it is, you know, to the, to to a a person that that comes here from another planet would must think, what the fuck is going on? Well, I don't know about you, but the government um, is my father. It's my mother. It's my nanny. It's, right, it's everything right, right. to me. They want, I, you, you, want it, I, you want the government to wipe your ass for you, don't you? <laughs> I do. And, and I want it to tell me I'm allowed to wipe my ass. And right, without right. its permission, I don't know that I would wipe my ass because ultimately the government hasn't sanctioned wiping my ass and therefore they're, you know, it's inherently wrong. Right, right. It, it, it's a, I forgot which podcast I was listening to this morning, but they had said that um, – Oh, I forget the person who actually interviewed somebody, but they said, oh, no, it was uh, Peter, uh, the, the economist. Anyway, he went down to Occupy Wall Street, and he had said to one of those dingbats there, they said, he says, who owns you? And the guy thinking after a while, he goes, okay, I've got an answer. And he goes, all right, who owns you? He goes, the government and my parents. And that is <laughs> – that is really what's going on today is that people think they're owed. Like I want now, I want to get a T-shirt that says, who owns you? Just to start the conversation. You know, and then you start there. All right. You own yourself. All right. So then do you think it's moral that they could tell you that you have to now eat these GMO apples that are coming out when you cut them? It doesn't turn brown. Well, what if I don't want to eat that? Well, what if they make eat it? Uh, and, and that's that's you got to start with the the simple things where we tend to hit them with, you know, fractional reserve banking and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they don't understand any of that shit. It's interesting. You know, you talk about how this person literally believes that his parents own him which they your parents don't own you by the way mm -hmm. um i believe very strongly that my son is his own entity i'm there for him i have you know and we can, we could talk about children at nauseum but you know i don't own him i don't own my son right. um so 
that right there is is um, poor thinking. But furthermore, right. the idea that the government owns you is just absolutely insane. And th- and the thing about that is, he thinks the government owns him, but the government also thinks they own him. Yeah, and, this is and, true. Reg- and regardless, if you and I. They think the government do, does not own us clearly, and we are sovereign, and we we are you know without rulers, anarchist. Dare I say? Right. Even Ooh. though we feel that way, the government doesn't feel that way, and it's the same argument I've given as far as those who fail to see the Satanist, who are religious megalomaniacs that wish harm upon the masses. Whether or not you or I could ever conceive of such aberrant evil, it does exist. They believe it. They believe their rituals. They believe their Bohemian Grove lighting uh, the child eulogy on fire to Moloch. They believe all of their symbols, Baphomet, and so on and so forth. They believe in their ritualistic murder of people on symbolic dates, i.e. 9-11. Even if we for never for a second could ever conceive of just how fucking sick these people are, these pedophiles, they are still believers of that evil. And because of that, we would be naive not to recognize the danger that they present to us rational, normal people. Oh, I don't know about rational and normal, but well, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. But just no, decent people. You know, right, people so, that aren't in, in the occult and the esoteric traditions of Satanism. So what is this uh, growing freedom documentary, aside from the fact that, uh, you know, permaculture and all that stuff, what are you really trying to, what, what are some of the other sticking points other than freedom or how are you going to convince people that they're going to be that uh, they're free well unfortunately we have to take a bit of the Hegelian dialectic approach to the whole thing you know first first we got to show them that there are threats against that freedom and, mm-hmm. and we're trying to balance this film to not make it a, just another film fear porn documentary mm-hmm. you know but that being said there is a place for fear. You know, there is a definite place where if that bear is coming at you, you know, if you're just going to think positively and ignore the fact that that bear is about to maul your ass to death, then that bear is going to fuck you up. And there's, and there is a rational fear that you should indeed feel with that bear coming at you. That is a, a completely sane, appropriate, responsible action. You mm-hmm. are responding with the appropriate action and feeling. So we are going to show people that they should be in fear of those who want to poison them, who want them to be dependent on inflated bullshit food that comes from trucks from thousands of miles away and is dependent on a bullshit patent seed that Monsanto owns and so on and so forth, they should be in afraid of that. They should be afraid of government and the police state cracking down on them 
taking Bob. part in basic necessities such as collecting rainwater and growing a garden. Yeah. Yeah, but but Bob, the the police are just doing their job. Um. Yeah, I, I guess, and and the Satanists are just following their religion. Right. So yeah. you know they get a pass. And you know, know that. the only the pol- pass they get is is remember they're order followers. Remember they they're I they're know. not only doing their job, they are literal drones. They are little literal bots, right. and and they know not what they do because they're so brainwashed that they're not even in control of their own actions, and that is the lowest of the low. So what are we going to do about it? You know, if 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 a good percentage of the country has their head up their asses, what can we do? Well, the more we insulate ourselves from these systems of control, the better off we are. And the 5% of us who do that will be able to have enough of a cushion and hopefully we'll have prepared a little bit extra for our neighbors so Mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, when the shit hits the fan, the FEMA camps are only going to be a apply to those who desperately need them. So, you know, there, there's this conspiracy group, and they talk about FEMA camps, right? So, you're going to go to a FEMA camp, and they're going to put you in the FEMA camp. And, <laughs> and if, if you get a red dot on your mailbox, we're going to FEMA camps. Well, I don't really see it that way. What I, what I see it is, you know, and I actually had a high up with Homeland Security come and talk to me. And, and he told me, he said, you know, I did a talk last year at the Free Your Mind conference called Beans, Bullets, and Band-Aids. And this guy came up to me afterwards and, and he said, you know, Bob, I, I, I kind of don't really want to admit it, but I'm a high up at FEMA. I said, oh, oh really? What are you doing here? Are you gathering intel? I mean, what, what are you doing here? And FEMA, of, of course, is part of the Homeland Security Group. And, um, well, he says, no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm into this stuff, but I just want to let you know that what you're talking about as far as preparedness and whatnot is really important. And what people don't understand is that the FEMA camps are not set up for those who don't need them. They're set up for those who will bend over backwards to go to the fucking FEMA camp, get 20 vaccines just to enter, get chipped work a slave job for their slosh and live in deplorable housing situations on top of all the other useless eaters. Yeah. That's what they're for. I I buy that. You know, they're going to beat each other up at the gate to try to get in first. They want to be there. Yeah. They want to fucking be there because they did because they were left empty handed. They realized, Oh shit. What the fuck am I going to do? They were dependent on the Federal Reserve notes. They were dependent on Monsanto. They were dependent on the grocery stores that have less than two days worth of food in them at any given time. And now they're fucked. And now they want nanny state government to let them stay in Camp FEMA. The rich shit dicks. (laughs) Hey, guys. Bob, you guys are doing awesome. I appreciate that, man. That was it? That's the flood? Well, no, I got to go back and vacuum, but I got time to let the water settle for a little bit. Uh, it was a second floor unit. Hot water tank went, got down to the downstairs unit. I got water dripping. I'm not going to start vacuuming quite yet. And I got to wrap up this thing before I can, you know, go finish that off. <laughs> <laughs> I do appreciate you guys stepping up. Um, 
I came in there and you guys were talking about basically the rich shit dicks and and uh, how we are relying on on the dist- distribution from the the almighty grocery chains and and the large WalMarts and things like that to supply our foods, uh, Bob. And I'm going to interject here. I don't know how much of the documentary you guys have already talked about because I just literally sat down a minute and a half ago. Uh, but in this documentary, you're interviewing a lot of people. Is it all Florida-based people, or did you get to um, other regions at all? Uh, we, we're um, we're getting around. We're we're still adding to our uh, you know list of interviewees. Sorry, you uh, went we, from the you went from the host to the interviewee. I'm sorry. <laughs> Right, right. No, that's fine. We're, no, uh, no. And Dave was asking questions, so I was kind of just, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> but the um, the guests or the speakers we've had so far, the opportunity to interview the majority of them were here in Florida, with one exception, uh, which is Mark Passio from WhatOnEarthIsHappening dot com. I got a chance to go up to Philly and spend a week with him, interviewing him for this project in particular. And it was my first time to kind of sit down with him face to face. We've been working uh, together for quite some time. Do you know and, Matt? Do you know Mark Passio? I probably told you this before. He's one of the first internet uh, conspiracy shows I ever called. Really? Yeah, in like 2008, just as I was really getting into this, uh, I called his well, show. Well, there's a good chance that I probably fielded that phone call when you called in. <laughs> it was, it's possible. Because <laughs> um, actually, Mark and I. I gave Mark his first show, um, which has now superseded me in many respects. You know, now that's my claim to fame. Oh, that you're the guy who gave Mark a show. Well, fuck you. I do a lot too, but uh, <laughs> but um, no, it's great because Mark's work has has really hit home for a lot of people. And when he did his his first show within my show, where I basically gave him an hour each week of my show to do his show and it was the show within a show for a while yeah i've had those before too blind lawrence or blind james dave he started uh you know can of fornications here in in my show with with uh johnny and then it, it grew into what it became above army there for a while uh, yeah but and dave you want to know what the first topic mark and i talked about because this was is 2009 uh, just going into 2010. Let me guess. Let Go me ahead. take a fucking wild guess. Take a fucking guess, guess man. Trails. <laughs> Chemtrails, totally. Yeah, I was going to ask, isn't that the guy that has a uh, an issue? No, that's issue. no, that's Mike. No, you're thinking of Michael Murphy. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. yeah, what's up with the Michael Murphy? I don't know, man. He, it, was, he was a friend of mine, too, at some point, and I, I lost track of him or t- lost touch with him. And next thing I know, I go on Facebook and the guy's talking about Waka Doodle Doodle Do. Yeah, I don't know what happened to him. A lot of people have said he got into um, really bad into heroin, uh, maybe something else. Maybe Was it meth or heroin or both? Or? Might have been both. Uh, who knows, dude? It's just his poster. You know, I, I watch. I still have him on my Facebook. I still watch. You know, I, I still watch his his original movie. You know, what in the world are they spraying? It's a, it's an awesome documentary. Uh, but it's like you watch this this spin down, and you just got to wonder what's going on. Uh, Dave, don't even try the appeal to authority, man, <laughs> or the uh, or the what's the other logical fallacy uh, that would be appropriate for those who want to discredit the message because of the messenger. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I wasn't going to. As a matter of fact, even 
I remember when he like the last video that I saw of him was him like going up in an airplane to go f- dry, fly through chemtrails with all this oh, equipment. Yeah. And then I all and then all the- and then all of a sudden he had this alleged motor vehicle accident, and then all this weird spin that he's doing now happened from that point. He Whatever was- it happened to be, I was just looking forward to that data. Yeah, me too. Trust me, I was. That would have shut me or Sean up. But well, it should have shut you. I should have shut you up a long time ago. I've told you now probably 15 times, Dave, go to Clifford Carnicom's website, Mm -hmm. Carnicom Institute, and look at the fucking data he's collected. He's been collecting data for 15, 16, 17, 18 years now, something like that. You actually have to read. I know you know how Please don't make me look at something again. I've watched fucking (laughs) movies. I've spent more hours than most people trying to, to either prove or debunk chemtrails. I know everything. And he can't prove or debunk them yet still. No, I can totally debunk them. You just don't accept it. Mm. <laughs> it's alternative facts, Dave. <laughs> I'm getting a lot of shit here, a little behind the scenes. The guy I'm making the uh, film with, a great producer, really talented guy, really gets the message that I wanted to bring forth with the film. He gets it. He's he's a good guy. He's become a good friend. Well, he's into the flat earth stuff. <sighs> and All of us did the same thing. <laughs> yeah, and and here's the, here's the funny thing about this. Though. I'm going to give you some behind the scenes stuff because this is really fucking funny. Okay, I'm completely agnostic towards it all because, to be honest, I don't have the energy. I'm probably not even smart enough, in all actuality, to wrap my head around all the fucking math that they want me to look at and the sun and the and you know this trajectory and that and i i don't know that kind of shit makes my head hurt to be honest i'm i'm more simple minded i kind of like you know philosophy did the plane the hit it or did the plane not hit it yeah did it fall down <laughs> in 7 seconds with no resistance you know i can wrap my head around that kind of shit but right. the flat earth it's got too much fucking math and uh, whatever and this coming so, from a doctor yeah dr tuscan so that being said you know i've i've avoided and he keeps jabbing at me and it's and he knows damn well that my motive is not to cover it up to poo it to even really even deal with it at all i'm not trying to censor the flat earth i'm not trying to you know cover it up or discredit it or whatever fuck it you know and i'm not saying that they're shills and that they're trying to discredit the truth movement with their fucking crazy flat earth shit i'm not even saying that i'm mm-hmm. completely agnostic to it agnostic it's just something that i don't feel like tackling and i'm entitled to the fucking not tackle one issue for a change but here's the funniest thing he shot the video for the freer mind conference so for this year's freer mind for last year's oh, freer okay. mind conference which has now been uploaded to youtube he was our videographer that's how i met him and he did a kick-ass job and for those who haven't been to a Free Your Mind conference, by the way, Free Your Mind's coming up this April 7th through 9th. Go to freeyourmindconference.com. There's my plug. Philly, Philly, but for Philly. Those, yeah, for, in Philly. For those who haven't been, it's long days of nonstop information. We go from 10 o'clock in the morning till midnight, three days in a row just about. Okay? So Saturday night, we're doing our speaker panel where all the speakers get up on stage and the audience can ask the speakers whatever questions they have well it turns out that the videographer ran out of space on his camera and missed a 20 minutes portion 
of the um, open mic question and answer section with the speakers. Well, it just so happened that the section he missed was when somebody asked the speakers about the flat earth. And now people have gone online posting that the Freer Mind Conference has censored and is trying <laughs> to hide the flat earth from being open to the public, whatever the fuck they're saying, when the truth and the irony is the guy who legitimately ran out of space on his camera is probably the biggest flat earth guy I have ever fucking met in my life. <laughs> oh, that's such a sad, sad turn of events, isn't it? <laughs> so, I, it, I, you know, to me, that's just the commentary of people who jump to fucking conclusions and maybe it seemed like a safe bet to say that, oh, yeah, well, they why don't it was the only 20 minutes of the whole conference that happened to not yes, be there. Right. And, and, you know, I guess you most people could extrapolate, oh, they must have excluded it. But really, the truth sometimes is, is that it was just a fucking coincidence. You know, it just happened to be the time where he ran out of space on his camera. Furthermore, he's a fucking flat earther. As conspiracy, as conspiracy theorists, it's hard to believe that sometimes things just happen. Like it actually does right. just happen. Right. I mean, that's, that's yeah. one of the biggest and hardest things to accept uh, as you grow in this, you know, idea of, of, a of a change or idea of alternative facts or conspiracy mm. theories or whatever it is we're going to fake news, however we're going to describe the next situation. Uh, that, that's something we have to battle within ourselves because there was a time, Bob, and you know it as well as I do. I don't think 9-11 truth is well as questioned as it was in, in 2003, you know, 2004. I, I think more people go, yeah, you know what? There's, there's really something hinky there. I don't know what it is. I don't really want to dive into it, but there's something wrong. Compared to Flat Earth, uh, you know, there is some points that they raise, and I don't want to, I'm not going to take a big tangent. We're going to wrap this up here in a couple minutes. Uh, I, I, but to think that one of the biggest theories of it to me that, that blows it out of the water for me is that to think that the Earth is the, the plate of the universe, the bottom of the universe, and that just happens to be where we live. That's what bothers me and, and throws me off the most with the whole thing. Yeah. You see how their logic is, it, it, uh, makes you question everything? Yeah, just like the big long lines in the sky that weren't there, you know. Exactly. This did, exactly. I, tr I treat, I think you, well, no, I shouldn't say that. I, because <laughs> their shit is totally weird. Um, but I, you know, they, they use the same stupid art type arguments that you guys do. What, look up? You can't look up. Right, exactly. You look down. Look up. You can't, you gotta look right. down. Right. Now, here's the up. thing is that both of these things are easily debunkable by get into a fucking plane. Go fly. Go, go fly in one direction. See if you can actually fall off the face of the earth or go sail or go do something. You know, there are ways to debunk a flat earth. Uh, thing in this day and age by just getting in somewhere and going. Same thing you could use an optical spectrometer to, you know, figure out what's in, you know, this, you know, uh, uh, horizon to horizon line in the sky. You know, there's an easy way to figure this that out. Persistent does con it. This persistent contrail, Dave. Whatever it happens to be. feel better for you? I, no, I just said long, uh, horizon to horizon, long white line. You know, I, I'm not. I'm not judging. I'm not doing anything. So we got because, we got a GoFundMe, GoFundMe.com, growing freedom, a documentary. Bob Tuscan uh, trying to come up with solutions instead of just the fear of what to and not to do. Bob, you're doing pretty good. You're you're 12 days in. 
Uh, you're about 10% to your goal, give or take. Um, I hope that, that we can get there to what you're looking to get at. And then you said after to me, this appearance, are you kidding me? Yeah, we'll I'm fucking gonna blow it out of the money water. After this. <laughs> I'm going to blow it out of the water after this one. Uh, and, 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 uh, you know, you're planning, I think you said to me a June, hopeful June release is, is the, is the goal right now. Yeah, you know, that's, uh, there's a problem when you start putting out dates. It's like, it's, that's the curse right there. You put out a launch date and inevitably you fuck it up and you don't get it. And the people get pissed off. Date. Yeah. So, you know, what we're, we still got some things in the work. So you, you mentioned, you know, are we interviewing people or have we only interviewed people here regionally? And the answer is yes, but we're also, I went to Philly, have a trip planned to go to Tennessee for another speaker there that I won't let out of the bag yet. Uh, in April, we're going back to Philly and we're going to be shooting a ton of stuff at the Free Your Mind conference. So after the conference, many of the speakers are going to stay behind and do some interviews for the film. So we're so going to have, you know, the great opportunity to have all these great minds on many different topics. So production will really begin after the Free Your Mind project. Or the, the yeah, but I mean, really, to be honest, we're working on a script. The film is being written and a lot of the footage, uh, a lot of footage, rather, I shouldn't say a lot of the footage, a lot of footage has been filmed. We're working on a script. We're working on, you know, fleshing out all, all of the... Um, the bits and pieces. You should make a visit to Salty, you know, and, and try to get some of, of his farm on there. <laughs> yeah. Your um, father-in-law was talking, you know. Okay. Oh, okay. No, he really, he, uh, well, in in the old place, he had shit set up nicely. I can't. I want to visit the new place because I know he's got all well, kinds of stuff. As long as you stuff. promise to leave your gun at home, we'll bring you. <laughs> I didn't, even when he tried to beat me up, I didn't pull the gun out. Wait a second. Oh, I got to get into this. Well, that's a whole other story. We don't have time to get into that oh, story. Oh, come on. <laughs> don't tease me like that. All right. <laughs> Salty used to do a Saturday show. It was kind of like a drunk fun show. And we went over there to do it with him. And Dave got drunk and was pulling his gun out and pointing no, 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 at no, no, cameras. No, 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 no. You were pulling your what out? No, no, no. The gun never came out. Um, yes, it did. Uh, you no, aimed it, it at Bob. Yes. That's what set him off. What? You, yeah. See, you were that drunk. <laughs> It was a long no. time ago. Yeah, that, I don't know. Yeah, you were point. You and Bob were pointing guns at each other through the Skype Bob. camera. Bob Buzzer Bob. You and Buzzer Bob were right. pointing guns at each other through the Skype That's camera. Bad news. Yeah. I would have shot him through the Skype. Uh, <laughs> yeah, camera. I don't see me doing that. But I, I knocked over some <laughs> oh, shit. Oh yeah, and somebody else had knocked over something else because we're all fucking wasted. Drunken one hundred and one. Bob is somebody says. Oh, I don't remember doing that. Yeah, but, I, I just remember. <laughs> well, because the thing is, I didn't have the gun in my hand. I know it was in my. Uh, Holster. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. Now I'm sorry. The gun you now use. <laughs> I still haven't got a fucking hey, well, weapons permit. I know. Hey, I want to give a shout out to uh, Chicken Shit, dude. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> High Speed Chicken. High speed, <laughs> sorry. High Speed Chicken. Uh, shout out to you, brother. Thanks for the hookup on that mushroom compost. There, You know what? There's another good interview, Bob. You know, he's like a fourth generation farmer. Like, they, that's what... I don't know if you ever heard this in, on Salty's show, but he he's a, a fourth generation Florida farmer and cattle rancher. Mm -hmm. So you know, yeah. it, might, it might be something that might be another good interview. You and never if you know. go back four generations, his mother is his sister's. <laughs> uh, oh wait, <laughs> sorry, I've never met the guy, so you know, you you at least met him. 
No, I, I, know I, he's no, I didn't actually. So. I still haven't met him in person. I I met his guy. Oh, he just dropped a bunch of drivers. shit off to you. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, he he hooked me up with a semi truck driver who brought the compost in a semi dump truck. And you want to talk about a fascinating, you know, kid like thing to see? You know, when you know little boys like watching big heavy equipment and shit. I had the big Tonka yellow dump truck. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, those are cool. Well, this guy came with a fucking semi truck filled. <laughs> with shit and it <laughs> lifted all the way up and dumped 60 cubic yards of shit on my property and it it's was a like good watching shit. oh man the money shot on that i filmed that in fact I, I that should be my profile picture is that money shot of that shit coming down this i mean it, it has to go up i would say a good 40 feet in the air just to get it erect uh so that the shit comes down how did how does it smell uh, the smell is dissipated. Um, it smells like shit. Um, <laughs> how many times am I going to say shit in this segment? <laughs> as many times as you want, Bob. Right. Shit hits the fan. Get your shit. And good shit, everyone. Thank and, and Bob, you know, I appreciate you taking the, the reins. Dave, you too. Um, I, it, it was a perfect thing that I brought you guys together tonight because, I, I again, that's really the first time I've had a call from work that I had to leave and actually go deal with. Uh, otherwise, I would have had to shut the show down. Uh, we're getting to the end of it, Bob. Uh, let's go over your stuff again. We got the GoFundMe, uh, which is uh, I don't have in front of me. Just looked up GoFundMe Bob Tuscan yeah. Growing Freedom. Something Type like in Grow, Growing Freedom Bob Tuscan. That's how I found it after I lost it after you sent it to me. Give him a couple dollars, dude. If you guys can give him a dollar, give him fifty cents, give him a hundred dollars, give him two thousand yeah. dollars, fifty cent, fifty cent, whatever, whatever you can give. Help. Tree fitty. Help get the, the, the information out there for people to make a difference in their own lives. Growing freedom is about how you can live independent, how you can make the change in your own life without relying on anybody else. And it's something yeah, and, you and can actually do. Donate to BTLS as well because they need the money too. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, Bob. <laughs> I, I just hung out with uh, 25 and Kim uh, last Friday, and we didn't talk about the show at all. Oh, I bet not. <laughs> well, I just actually I've hung out with them a number of times and I never talked to them. About hey, it. there's a lot going on there. I'm I'm curious to see the counterclaim, countersuit that was put out, Bob. I don't know if you're paying attention to any of that stuff. Uh, you know, there's a lot of of information. You know, as conspiracy theorist, uh, you know, and he's always cl- cl- claimed there was a conspiracy against him. Uh, some of the information we need to get to the the final answer. We need the, the we need to release the black box of what really happened. And it's time that that happens because both sides are claiming really extreme things. I don't, I don't even know truth. what's going on. I don't even know what you guys are talking about. What is there new drama in the Bubba? Argument? Oh yeah, man. Bubba Bubba filed a counterclaim. I saw that. Uh, we'll wrap this up here. Bubba filed a counterclaim stating that that everything that was done to him was a full conspiracy. That it was all planned through Cox Media, through By Nielsen. The yeah, I mean, it was like... Reptilians. Yeah, it's a big thing, man. They, they Mike really... Kelta's really a reptilian Jew. <laughs> <laughs> this coming from the Jew. Right. Oh, what, no one, right? Yeah, listen, real fast. Real, real fast, Bob. And I, you know, I got to oh, go vacuum. real fast. I got a lot of these coming. You got to get back to that flood, man. I know. I got to go vacuum this flood up. But I saw this today, and it really got my attention. Because I didn't... Hold on. I'm trying to find the article here. I got it up here. Hold, stand by. Stand by. This is actually a good one. I really wanted to discuss this tonight, and the flood fucked me all up. Uh, police 
probe of Israel's Netanyahu widens, report. Uh, Israel put a probe in his butt and it widened? What? Israel police, <laughs> Israel police have widened a probe into Prime Minister ben- Benjamin Netanyahu's already under investigation in a craft case that has shaken the country's politics, media reports said. Police are now looking into two other matters related to Netanyahu, Channel 10 television reported on Monday night. One of the matters appears to involve a deal for Israel to purchase German submarines, while the second affair remains unclear, according to reports. It was unclear whether the new probes were primarily inquiries or if they had been elevated to full-flagged or full-fledged investigations. Just something to think about, something to walk away with. Maybe you guys can all look and, and see what's up with that. Okay. It's, it's, it's a, a Yahoo News article. I don't know. what A Yahoo News article about Netanyahu. Yeah. Kind of weird. We care, uh-huh. Why do we care about him? By buying German shows. Because he's stuff. a scumbag. Yeah, that, absolutely. You know, yeah, but how, how, does that, how does that affect my life? Oh, are you kidding? Well, me? considering our president, our, our current president is a, a 100% Israeli supporter and would do a, anything to back Israel. Israel wears the pants, man. They got more influence than any Americans do. Right. My point is we shouldn't care about them. Well, I, we get that point, Dave. Trust me. We definitely do. All right. Uh, Four Toad. Just search Four Toad Jones on Twitter if you want no, to don't. argue with him because he's fun All to argue with. <laughs> Bob Tuscan, obviously at Bob underscore Tuscan on Twitter. Search him Bob Tuscan on Facebook. Google Growing Freedom, Bob Tuscan. Bob Tuscan anywhere you'll find him, especially on Raz and any other talk radio show you may listen to. You'll hear his voice eventually, or maybe he'll be him, somebody else. <laughs> you never know. Uh, but, Bob, I appreciate you hosting the show. Dave, I appreciate your help tonight. I'm going to go vacuum up water for the next two hours. Uh, anybody else doing something like, fun? Good money for that, right? That's uh, like you're smiling about this kind of. It's overtime, you know. It's, it's right. overtime. I think All you right. should use your shirt as a rag. I don't know why the <laughs> fuck you're wearing that. You know what? I don't know. I, I still love the guy. <laughs> if he uses it as a rag, the Secret Service might come the next day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did get a visit from the Secret Service, you know, right? Yeah, yeah, I do. Have you found him, Bob? You know, he's in Atlanta now, right? I gotta fuck with him. Yeah, I gotta you call should. him up and fuck with him. He was, <laughs> and he was such a dick to fuck with too. It's like some of the hosts, like they get the shtick. Even Howard Stern spent thirty minutes on my stuff the other day. Thirty minutes. Yeah, David, and did you he, know that? I I, yeah. I heard. I didn't hear the thing, but I heard that you had been on Stern, and I um, that's that's a big feather in your cap as far as I'm concerned. No, and he, and he he gets the fact that there's even though he ragged on it the whole fucking time, he gets the entertainment value. Shannon, on the other hand, he couldn't even <laughs> fucking have the maturity to understand the radio gold that it was and disagree with it. It's like he, he's so fucking butthurt he couldn't even use it for ammunition for good quality radio. He's an extreme right wing man. I've always said that to him. He always argued that with me. I miss working with him. But now, hey, you know what? I work with Matt Major and the Matt Major show. Bob, we got to get you on there. We, we got to work that out. I, I've already contacted Matt about it. And uh, that's the show I do now Thursdays from twelve to twelve thirty to one. Check that out. Right. Enjoy. Did, you, did you get a name for it yet? I think I'm going to keep my name. I'm going to talk to Matt about the, that this Thursday. Actually, I'm Conspiracy gonna, Corner. Uh, Conspiracy Corner was my sure. was my baby. I made yeah. the name up. They did not. I'm keeping it. Exactly. That's my shit, bitch. 
do it. And you should actually, well, whatever you should have done, you should have gotten a Twitter handle and all that other shit, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Bob. Bob Tuscan, bobtuscan.com. Uh, Google Bob Tuscan Growing Freedom. Please send him whatever you can to help him out. You know, I appreciate you guys joining me. Dave, love you, my friend. Uh, one of my best buddies. Uh, everybody have a safe week. Just remember, we got a new president. Everything will be okay. Let's investigate the consequence of a bittersweet loss of sense of weapon in a war against ourselves. The setting sun is loading guns. Don't be afraid of mistakes. Emotions misplaced to love or to hate. I don't know what to do, we're all lost and confused Just trying to get through in this world Always trying to prove that we're worth what it takes But it takes a long time in the dirt to see grace When I'm trying to be real, they tend to be fake When I'm risking it all with no time to waste Fuck this red race I'm leaving this place It's time to blast off Destination space With the sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free, unguided through the beautiful, the silent with the light show from a passing UFO, lost in the glow of the unknown. Please don't go. And I. Home. But right from day one, I've been in this alone With odds stacked against, I've been drowning in stress They said, can you take more? I said, give me what's left An old man once told me, Allie, don't have a love back Keep your eyes on that prize and give them hell to your death This is a test, just a frequency check For intelligent life, now it's time to connect it's an SOS, the death's been sent So now we just wait and hope for the best With the sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free, unguided through the beautiful The silent with the light show From a passing UFO
that hung behind us In the universe to blind us from the moon We'll watch the whole world explode Moving free and guided through the beautiful The silent when the light shone From a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the unknown These don't go Love you guys so much. Thanks. The first 52 is the bump diggity. Oh.